Hi, good evening. This is Ione Mountbatten, and I'm here to um, say hello and read from my book on days like this. Um, it's been a uh, uneventful um, weather day. Um, not sure whether it's hot or cold. I'm um, almost always at home, um, mostly due to being um, self-employed. So being self-employed means... Um, I don't need to go anywhere that I don't have to. So, okay, here's chapter nine. Please bear with me. Sometimes I stumble over words and I don't know um, whether it's because I'm not really used to um, reading out loud to people, but this is my my podcast and I'm on chapter nine and I've gotten through enough. So here it is. Shall we start? Chapter nine. It was after hours, and Tom drove his cobra to the nearest bar. The students were out milling about. This was a warm winter day. Tom wore his blue jacket that accentuated his fair hair. He parked his car in front of Liffey's and entered. He had to squint to adjust his eyes to the darkness inside. Hey, Tom. A man on the right side of the bar waved at him. Hey, Andy, what's new? Buy you a beer? Sure. They sat together at the table near the bar after Phil ordered them a couple of beers. Andy was a dark-haired man, equal to Tom in height, and his face was handsome but was hidden in a day-old beard. I'm here, you want to talk to me, Tom, Andy said as they sat down. I need you to help me. With what? Andy asked. This involved the agency? Yeah. They waited until after the beer was served. It's about this woman we're babysitting. She needs to get out of Yale. Why? She's not suitable. The agency has orders from the higher up, not the type to get anywhere. So where do I come in? Andy's dark eyes doubled with Tom's blue ones. I'm needing you to distract her at night. Oh, you want me to make her and get her in bed? Maybe get her pregnant? Well, kind of. Just make her want you. She's not gonna need to do any more work at the lab once you get her in your bed. What did she ever do? Don't ask. Look, you are you in on this? Why can't you do it? You look like you can get any girl you want. Andy's voice was censorious. Hell, I've got I have other girls to work with, Tom winked. So this girl, is she really ugly or what? Hell, I don't know. I guess she's good-looking if you like Asian girls. Andy shrugged. It'll cost you. Okay, I'll give her an allowance. Sound good to you? I want a thousand up front, and then if I need more to get her to want me, I will tell you. Crap, that's too much. That's my price. Okay, okay, Tom said. He took out his billfold and extracted a few bills from it. He tossed it over to Phil's directions direction. That good? Yes, the man pocketed the money. I'm not going to need to be told. I'll read it in the funny papers, okay? You're a bastard, Andy said lightly. Yeah, so what? Andy shook his head. You'll be in jail one of these days. I've got myself somebody up in the FBI who's going to see I'm not going there. So this girl, she have a picture? Here, Tom took a picture of Mary out of his shirt pocket. Andy looked at it and then uttered an oath. 
This girl was the woman he met at the restaurant he worked at. Oh my, he said to himself. Tom, she's a beautiful girl, I guess. Can you just shake on it? Sure, I'd be happy to take her off your hands. They shook and Tom left. And he pocketed Mary's picture. She was a lovely girl when they went out for a snack that evening. It was nice to know her and her, their friendship was imminent, he thought. It made him somewhat sad that he was going to be a party to her failure at Yale. But he decided he would tell her when the time was right. He sat in silence while the customers started to fill the place. One of the students decided to play a song on the jukebox. The cooning voice of the singer intoned the first few strains of a folk song. I once was at a garden party and no one knew my name. Andy felt a presence next to him. He looked up. Hey, Melody, how are you? Hi, Andy, I was hoping to find you here. She was happy to see him and she decided to sat down to sit down her full skirt flaring around her. What's up? I've got a big party this Friday. Can you come? Sure. There'll be some goodies, she winked at him. He sniffed. Oh, good, I'm glad. I expect you'll have a ton of people as usual. Yeah, we're all partying, us sisters and brothers of the Secret Society. Wow, the Secret Society. Yeah, we're inviting this woman from my lab. She's new. She's going to be asked to join us. And he looked serious, curious. And what's this girl's name? Mary Scott. Okay. So come to the party, okay? She's going to be a great one for us to put through the paces. Oh, what paces is that? Secret stuff. Melody laughed, and then she got up. I expect you were there at 7.30, okay? Fine. She left Andy, who became more morose. He was getting worried. Mary was in over her head at Yale, he thought. So that's chapter nine. I think that the um, plot's getting to be a little bit more thick and we are beginning to understand what's happening with Mary and G. Scott, the, the, male, the female protagonist. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's a story about an, an Asian-American woman who comes from a graduate school and uh, gets a job at a prestigious university in in the United States. Uh, anyone in from, who's familiar with all these Ivy League schools knows that it's a big deal to work places like that. Um, anyway, that's about it. I hope that everyone has a good weekend, and I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.